Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Zechariah chapter 5. These are going to be visions 6 and 7 of 8 that Zechariah had on February 15th, 519 BC, more than likely if they had been dating things according to our current dating system. And they're tied together, so we're going to cover them together. And before I get into that, just want to say, hey, we're glad that you listen each day and would invite you to give us your feedback. You can email us anytime at info at christiancrusaders.org. And I just got a message today from somebody who's listening, and it's great to hear how the Lord is using this podcast. An encouraging message goes a long way with us. This is day after day after day, kind of a grind, but man, we are sure being blessed by this podcast ourselves, and we trust that the Lord is blessing you and doing whatever he wills with this according to his plan and for his glory. So let's dive into chapter 5, verse 1. Again, I lifted my eyes and saw, and behold, a flying scroll. And he said to me, what do you see? I answered, I see a flying scroll. Its length is 20 cubits and its width 10 cubits. That's about 30 feet by about 15 feet, about the size of a billboard. Then he said to me, This is the curse that goes out over the face of the whole land. For everyone who steals shall be cleaned out according to what is on one side. And everyone who swears falsely shall be cleaned out according to what is on the other side. I will send it out, declares the Lord of hosts, and it shall enter the house of the thief and the house of him who swears falsely by my name. And it shall remain in his house and consume it, both timber and stones. So this first vision is a reminder of God's judgment against sin. And we've said this many times, especially in these prophets, because this has been a common topic. But it's not a common topic in today's world. God must judge sin. It's in his nature. He's a holy God, and he can't let sin go unpunished. And so this sin must be punished. And that doesn't mean God's mean or bad or cruel or he's somehow vindictive or just loves beating up on people. No, it's part of his nature. We should be very glad that God must judge sin because it means that he's holy and he's perfect. If God's not holy and perfect, then all bets are off. We can't count on him for anything. But this is central to his character. It's interesting that the two sins that are mentioned are kind of representative of all sins. One is stealing which is a sin committed against another person. The other one is swearing falsely against God, which is a sin committed against God. So that kind of covers the gamut. The the Ten Commandments, you could split them up into kind of two parts. The, the commandments that keep us from sinning against our neighbor or against others, and the commandments that keep us from sinning against God. Of course, when we sin against our neighbor, it's a sin against God as well. But this is just a reminder that sin will be punished. Sin must be punished, and whether you're living metaphorically in a house of timber or stone, it's going to be consumed if you don't find a solution for your sin. And that should remind you of Jesus Christ, who is the solution for sin. Here's the next vision. Then an angel, the angel who talked to me, came forward and said to me, lift your eyes and see what is that going out. And I said, what is it? He said, this is a basket that is going out. And he said, this is their iniquity in all the land. And behold, the leaden cover was lifted, and there was a woman sitting in the basket. And he said, this is wickedness. And he thrust her back into the basket and thrust down the leaden weight on its opening. So here we have a woman who's a personification of sin, of wickedness. And this woman is in a basket, 
He opens the basket enough for him to see what's in it and tell him what it is, but then thrusts her back into the basket and pushes the heavy leaden weight, the cover, down on her. Verse 9. Then I lifted my eyes and saw, and behold, two women coming forward. The wind was in their wings. They had wings like the wings of a stork, and they lifted up the basket between earth and heaven. Then I said to the angel who talked with me, Where are they taking the basket? He said, to the land of Shinar, to build a house for it. And when this is prepared, they will set the basket down there on its base. So first thing we need to deal with here is that some people might bristle that the personification of wickedness is a woman. They might think this is somehow sexist or chauvinistic or whatever, but you got to keep reading and take this in context because the answer the solution for wickedness was also personified as women. These two women that have wings and take this basket away and take it to Shinar. Where's Shinar? Shinar is in Babylon. And so this is an image of God removing the sin of Judah and taking it to Babylon, to a sinful pagan nation, pagan people. And there's going to be a house built there where this wickedness dwells. So God is taking the wickedness out from his people and putting it somewhere else. Guys, this should remind you of the gospel as well, because that's exactly what God does to us who trust Christ. He removes our sin from us as far as the east is from the west, and we are clothed with the righteousness of Christ in the sight of God. Yes, we're still sinners as we live on this earth, but over time we come more and more like Christ, and our standing, from the time we put our faith in Christ, our standing before God is a standing of holiness and righteousness and perfection because we're clothed with the perfection and the holiness and the righteousness that Christ lived on this earth. So this is a foreshadowing that sin will be removed. This is going to happen, again, like these prophecies. This is going to happen in part in the very near future from when this is written because worship is going to be restored back in Jerusalem and the Babylonian exile is going to come to an end. People are going to come back to Jerusalem, and God's people are going to be restored, and the idolatry and the wickedness that was part of what led them into exile and led them to be punished by God is going to, to a degree, be brought to an end. And so that's going to happen in the near future. But then in the distant future, when God sends the Messiah Christ, who will remove sin from us by faith. And in the very distant future, when we live in the new heavens and new earth where there is no sin at all, there's only perfection, and where the wickedness has been separated from the righteousness, and it has a dwelling place, a place where wickedness and sin will be punished. You picking up what I'm laying down? We're talking about two different places, a place for wickedness that will last forever and be punished, and a place for righteousness where there will be no wickedness. These are two amazing visions that are tied together and give us another glimpse of who God is, what he is doing at this time in the 500s BC, and what he's going to do well into the future beyond where we're even at on the historical timeline. Lord, thank you for your sovereign control of the events of history. Thank you for the Messiah that removes our sin from us and helps us to avoid being punished for the transgressions, the wickedness, the sin that we have committed against you. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.